and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of little kids with way too many board games. Oh shit, that almost made sense. Playground friends. Playground friends. Playground friends, Tom, come on. Oh, there we go. So exciting. Uh, With way too many board games, I'm Tom and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. (laughs) And Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) Playing Adam today will be Debbie. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, it looks like we've lost them both to a fit of laughter. Let's check in with Tom. Tom? I don't know what happened. She dead now. Both of them, I guess. I'll alert 60 minutes. Adam's, uh, yeah, dateline. Adam's had a few things to do, so he was not able to make it. And playing the part of Adam, I guess, is Debbie? Uh, So... I don't know, maybe she'll just pipe in every once in a while about how this doesn't have enough economics or something. Uh, anyway. Uh, yes, please. We, we are going to be talking about our playthroughs of Fort by Leader, Leader Games? Letter? I think it's Leader. I think it's Leader. Leader Games? Yeah. I think so. One of the uh, first games I bought at a physical store since the world decided it wanted to end prematurely. Um, hmm. It's a game about you and your friends building fort, hanging out. You uh, you win by you know points, but it's a little card game where you uh, you you play cards as if you were you know playing with your friends and collecting pizza and toys and spending those to build stuff and using card combos and spending resources to get points. There's a lot going on in this, uh, but I'll start with the back of the box. Fort is a deck-building game for two to four players with a twist. You are a kid. And like many kids, you'll grow your circle of friends, grab a bunch of pizza and toys, and build the best fort. By drafting and playing cards, you'll take actions on your turn, but your cards also let you copy the other players' actions on their turns. Will you devote yourself to your own posse or follow the leader? And it's in a very small box. There's like a, a deck of cards that has your uh, your friends in it. Some of the friends have stars on them, which represent your best friends, depending on which uh, board you're starting with. Uh, there's the boards, which have all of the uh, most of the information you need in typical sort of leader games style. It sounds like I'm disappearing. Yeah. It's because I'm leaning over trying to grab these things. Importantly, on the on the card, and it's not because we we played this on tabletop simulator so a lot of this stuff didn't come through but the board itself for each player has a little notch in it which is important for putting people into your uh putting cards into your lookout the backpack the fort level and the stuff positions are actually um inside of or how would i say this they're like inside of raised recessed, raised, recessed cardboard so yeah. when you pick up the tokens and put them in and move your fort token around it actually like fits in there just pretty cool that's delightful yeah sort of in their their style of having you know very simple components with a lot of information on them uh but you know making it usable so yeah the way the turns work because maybe i'll just you know i'm just gonna go ahead and be super lazy and read the turn summary uh so <laughs> when you start the game you're gonna end up with a couple of best friends in your little deck um because this game sort of follows uh, a dominion deck building style in a lot of ways um, but it doesn't there there are a lot of differences as well um, you start with your deck of cards which has i think 10 cards in it uh, which contains a random assortment plus your two best friends and those are have stars on them which is important later um so on your turn you're going to start with a hand of five cards and what you do is you play one of those cards from your hand into the middle of the table each of these cards has a suit in the top left hand corner uh, which is 
appropriately, uh, squirt guns, shovels, skateboards, glue, crowns, and uh, books. As well as there are some cards that have a coin on them, which is essentially the wild card. So each card has a suit, and it's also got a sort of a top section and a bottom section. The top section represents the um, actions that anybody can take when this card gets played. And the bottom section represents the actions that only the active player can take. So we have Penny, who is part of the glue family. On the top part, you've got an action that essentially says, like, take some of the stuff you have and stick it into your backpack square. When you play this card, everybody at the table will be able to utilize this action by discarding a card of the appropriate suit. So if Debbie wanted to take the action on Penny, which says, like, you know, take one of your pizza and put it into the backpack because the resources are pizza and toys uh, she could discard a any glue card or any wild from her hand and be able to put one pizza or toy into her backpack me being the active player this card has this symbol for putting stuff in your backpack times the number of glue cards so as the active player i can actually discard additional cards or use additional cards to um, make that more powerful. So since I'm the active player, I can discard a couple of extra glue cards that I might have in my hand or that are in my lookout, which we'll get to later, um, and be able to do this more than a, more than once or more than twice, depending on how many cards I get rid of. Yeah, so I get a better benefit from that, but everybody can sort of use that top action. The bottom action here is, you know, get a number of VP times the number of things that are in your backpack. So Penny is very good at getting you points throughout the game just based on having you know, stashed away a bunch of stuff. Each one of the cards in here has a has a varying combination of these things. Um, so there are actions such as being able to increase your fort level, which is um, sort of the way that you make your uh, make your whole situation better. So your fort level gives you access to things like the made up rules, which are bonus objectives, the perks, which are uh, special abilities. Um, they give you access to being able to jam more crap into your bag. And they allow you to, um, the fort level, increasing your fort level lets you add more people to your lookout, as well as it just gets you more points. Um, Other actions are things like add toys to your stuff pile, which is sort of your finite, um, finite, like a limited number of resources. So you can only have like four pizza and four toys in this, like inside of your, uh, inside of your fort area. You can add pizza, you can get like a combination of them, you can add stuff to your pack, you can take copies of stuff from other people's packs. You can add cards to your lookout. You can trash cards. You can trash other people's cards. You can just gain VP. You can turf your toys to get points. You can turf your pizza to do things. You can trade them in. There's a bunch of stuff you can do. Um, Sort of the important things that are on your player mat are, uh, as I mentioned before, you've got your fort level, which again, gives you points, gives you perks, and gives you the made up rules. You got your backpack, which we sort of went over where you can sort of jam additional stuff in and it usually plays into made-up rules as well as cards that get played throughout the game, as well as uh, adding people to your lookout, which are sort of like... um they're cards that you don't play anymore, but they're still a part of your whole situation. And so if you want to use, if you ever have cards that can multiply stuff, you can use cards in your lookout instead of discarding. I don't know if I'm explaining that very well. One of the things about this game that I found is that it seems like it's pretty simple, but it gets kind of complicated really fast in a way that I wasn't expecting. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Quickly, just trying to finish going through the through the turn summary. You get to play one card, 
which, as I mentioned, has this like top and bottom. And depending on whether it's your turn or not, you can do stuff. Uh, again, if it's confusing, maybe just go and like look at a video, honestly. Um, <laughs> after that, you get to recruit a card. So this is essentially adding cards into your deck for the future. So when you recruit cards, you get to take them from either this like there's a tableau of three cards that are sitting out in the middle of the table called the park. And you can take them from there. You can take them from the top card of the park deck, or you can take them from any of the cards that are available in an opponent's yard. So uh, these are essentially kids that you didn't play with, kind of. So anyone that's not your best friend or the card that you played with, they all get put out into the yard instead of into your yard instead of getting discarded. And they sit there, you know, hanging out and waiting. And then as part of anyone's turn, they might just come by and steal your friends away and add them into your deck, which is actually kind of interesting because there are a lot of situations in which, you know, you see that Justin over there is just like stashing people into his treehouse, and you know that he's <laughs> trying to get points off of that. And so because he's busy stashing people into his treehouse, he may have to use one card over the other, and the other card might end up in his yard, which is actually responsible for giving him points for stuff in his lookout. And you say, oh, I don't want him to have that. So you just walk over there and you say like, hey, I've got pizza in, in my house. You want to come have some pizza? And then he comes over and has some pizza. <laughs> but he's part of your deck now. And it was kind of funny because the game we just played was essentially Debbie and I just like taking all of his friends away and Stealing all my friends. Justin only had like <laughs> four people to play with. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you always discard your played card as well as your best friends into your discard pile, but everybody else goes into the yard and then they're kind of free pickings for anyone that wants to recruit them later or there are some cards that allow you to trash other people's um, cards, I guess like telling them that their mom called and they need to go home or something. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> yeah, no, that that seems about right. Yeah. Unless you're the shovel clan, then I'm pretty sure they're just burying them in the backyard. Yeah, or just like alienating them and getting getting them to run home screaming. I'm not entirely sure. It doesn't explain that part. But yeah, end of the round, you draw five cards from your deck so that you have them ready and available for planning your turn, as well as just available for if you need to discard them on somebody else's turn. And yeah, in this way, you keep going until someone either hits 25 points, someone hits the last fort level, um, so there's level five. And so to, to get fort levels, you have to have a card that lets you increase your fort level as well as an appropriate amount of pizza and toys, which steadily goes up throughout the game. Or you just run out of people in your in the park. So if the deck ever runs out, you basically do one more round and, and then finish the game. You total up points from your fort level, however many points you've gathered throughout the game. Anything from your made-up rules, which are like the bonus objectives. And yeah, that's pretty much it. At the end of the day, the scoring in this game is pretty simple because you just, you know, add up whatever you've got on your tracker and whatever your fort level is and your thing and you're you're done. Kind of nice. Um where things do get complicated is these cards. So I went over probably one of the least complicated cards in the in the game. Um, but there are some that have like a crazy amount of what looks like almost math on them, which is a little bit terrifying if you're not <laughs> sort of used to that thing. Um, so like the card Babyface, um, which has a card that has a plus sign in the middle and then an arrow towards a hand that has a blue cube. That's all enclosed in brackets multiplied by squirt guns. And what you're supposed to infer from this is that you get to recruit from the park or from anybody's yard. 
And for everyone that you recruit, you get to take a toy. You get to do that as many times as you have squirt guns, either in your lookout or that you've discarded or from just babyface yourself. So there was a lot of examples in the rule book, and that's terrifying in a way. So for a game about <laughs> um, kids... Stealing friends? In a game about ostensibly <laughs> building a fort, but really it's about being a petty jerk and making somebody else's friends all go home crying. There's a lot of like weird symbols and like somewhat complicated scenarios going on here. Um, fun with hieroglyphs. Yeah, that is my super terrible explanation of how to play the game. If it's not clear through my explanation, I recommend you just go and look it up if this game sounds interesting because you really have to see it to understand what's going on because it is, I think, a little bit more outside of what like typical deck building games are. So most deck building games mm -hmm. that spawn from Dominion are like play stuff from your hand until you don't want to play anymore. Take what you've played as well as everything else and throw it in the discard pile and then draw five cards. And if you run out of cards to draw, you shuffle the discard into your deck and you keep going. It's sort of like that, except there's like you only throw some of them in your discard and some of them go out into this yard and then some of them just get disappeared on you. And so it is deck building, but it's also got a lot of these twists that make it a little bit different and in a way a little bit more complicated to try to figure out what is happening. Luckily, it is all fairly well laid out in your personal board, as well as the supplements that are handed out do make it a little bit easier to figure out what's going on. Some of the complications do come in where I find that like the whole thing where as a as the person who's playing the card, you get to discard cards to increase the effect, but the other players can't do that isn't super intuitive. Like me playing yeah. me playing someone where, you know, you get a pizza for every glue you have. As the player playing that, I can so that card counts as one, and then maybe I have one in my lookout, and I can discard another card, and that would give me three. But Debbie, if she wants to follow it, she can discard a glue, but even if she has stuff in her lookout, she doesn't get extra, and that's a bit weird. Like, it's not super intuitive to me. Um, so this game does have some of those drawbacks in that there are, I don't know, like the way the rules are set up are just not intuitive in some ways. And I feel like that goes a little bit against the, the theme of the game of being like carefree children, just trying to have fun. Um, so I, 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 maybe I'm missing something, but I feel like it's a little bit regrettable that it is as finicky not finicky but like unintuitive as it is because i feel like you know this game is super cute and i think it's quite good in terms of a deck building game like it has a lot of mechanics that i think are interesting and i think the whole like me being able to just take cards from somebody else is kind of fun and adds a lot of nuance in terms of how you're interacting with your friends um and I guess the rules and how like how they have to be structured enables a lot of that. But I just it seems a little weird to me. And I, I don't know if I was the only one feeling that. No, I, I definitely agree with you. It was a little I don't know. It's super funny in the sense that it's very like makes you think about what it was like when you were a kid, I guess. I don't know. Um so alone. But then yeah, <laughs> so you're kind of having like this this like reminiscent game and you're kind of laughing and you're looking at the different characters and you're like, Oh, that reminded me of that person. That kind of reminds me of that person. And then you kind of have to like take yourself out of that, um, out of that, that like cloud of memory to be like, Oh wait, shit. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. 
how do I do it again? Um, and we kind of had to, like, I noticed that each of us probably did it multiple times where we kept asking each other, you know, like, oh, wait, can I do I what? Huh? Right. Can and I you're like constantly this? asking these questions over and over and over again. Um, and it's it's weird because it's not like a super difficult game, but there's there's just these pieces that are just like you said, they're just not intuitive. They're you just would not think of them the way that they're that they're put there. Yeah, no, I, I was just thinking that that is everything I found once you kind of got used to all the different, you know, hieroglyphs, it was quite clear what each individual wanted with the helpful little rule sheet. Uh, there was a lot of like looking back and forth, um, especially in the beginning, but I found there were a lot of just, I don't know if it was just the way the game was set up. There's a lot of just weird edge cases where it, it was, you you thought maybe it would work, but then there was just a lot of uncertainty and, you know, checking with the rules. Um, but that maybe it just, you know, takes a little time to get used to because it is quite a bit different than say your regular deck builder, which just has, you know, coins at the top, um, maybe attack power, maybe just victory points, and then some, you know, draw a card description. Um, so maybe it just takes a little getting used to a, a different style of playing a, a deck builder. A typical deck building experience also probably has a ton of those, like, wait, because I have this thing and you do this, like, hmm, how does that work kind of moments. Yeah. But I mean, the like, there, there are more restrictions around what you need to do that I kind of didn't go over that do play into sort of what what I think you're talking about. Cause like you have this, this yeah. finite number of things that you can have in your stuff, right? So you can have four toys, right? And so yes. the, one of the rules is that to be able to play the card, you have to be able to do one of the actions to completion, right? So if you have three toys and you want to play a card that lets you get two toys, you can't actually play that card for the two toys unless you can do the other thing. Like you have to do one of the two actions to completion. And it's just kind of like a bit weird in that way. Yeah. And like if you had a card that gave you two toys or the bottom is two pizzas, but you had three toys and three pizzas, you just can't play it. Right. And one of the other weird things that I found in the rules was like, there are some that are wild. Like you can take, uh, they're just, they're just like cubes with, that are colored in white. So you as the main player get to pick whether you want those cubes to both be so if if it shows two cubes you can take you can take two cubes and you can choose whether both are pizza or both are toys but you can't like mix and match which doesn't doesn't match up well with the symbology of just having like two white cubes right it seems like that should be yeah like intuitively i would think that would mean that i could just take whatever i want um further complicating that scenario is when somebody follows you with that action and this applies to wild cards as well if somebody wants to follow me and i took two toys they also have to take two toys even though these are wild cards or wild symbols essentially they can't choose what they want to choose they have to follow me which makes sense with how the theme is set up right it's a follow the leader kind of thing but in terms of making it easy to understand it's not super intuitive that like when i follow you i need to make sure i'm paying attention to what you're getting because you may be trying to get stuff that I just don't have room for and so I can't actually follow you or you know it's it's just it's just a bit too clunky in that respect and I think that's a bit unfortunate because I do think that this game is 
you know, as a deck builder, it's cute and it's fun. And it comes in a tiny little box. It's about kids playing, uh, playing around and making a fort. It's fun. And it's got enough like yeah. little, it's got enough complexity in it that it's interesting to try to figure out what you want your deck to be. Got some depth. And this like whole concept of, you know, as you're going through, so you've drawn your five cards, it's the end of your turn. You're going around. You have to pay attention to what other people are doing. Because you may want to discard a card just because you don't want that card to end up in your yard later for somebody else to steal. And because at the end of your turn, anything that you haven't already gotten rid of or played just ends up as pickings for everybody else. And so if Debbie's Mm -hmm. at four or fort level or whatever, I may have to play this card that gets me, either lets me build forts or gets me points for forts because I don't want Debbie to have it later to just go buck wild with it. And so there's a lot of this like (laughs) interaction that I don't, that I don't think you find in a lot of other deck building games, like certainly not Dominion where it's like just shoveling curses on other people or yeah that's the only interaction i mean here's a regular game of dominion all right i draw five cards okay um i play this card this one lets me draw two cards and gets a buy all right um one second oh wait this combos with this i gotta draw two more cards oh i'm already asleep uh, Justin. oh you already uh, get a you all get a curse wait oh let me check are you done yet um no wait i i forgot about this one i I need to draw another card um (laughs) wait how many buys do i have one second okay you guys are Um, giving our our listeners the real kind of eye into how it goes when we play games (laughs) well no that's what that's what i mean is like dominion is an amazing solo experience um but this actually it's a nice short quick deck builder it it has that initial high uh complication factor but it constantly engages you you're constantly either stealing someone else's friend or you're using you're following the leader and you know you're using their card to benefit you so there's multiple things to think about constantly and you're not just waiting for your turn to come around yeah and like as well as with the follow the leader thing because of this like and again it's like the rules are a little bit weird but i understand that that also opens up some like interesting stuff because you may look around with the follow the leader thing and say well i don't you know i don't know what to take but i notice that you can't take any more of this thing so you might take that just to stop other people from being able to use actions and stuff like that it's like there's a lot of interesting scenarios that you can get yourself into with this one yeah or even if you're kind of you know doing a little bit of card counting in your head you can be like you know i'm pretty sure tom has no crowns and i think debbie still has her wild but she can't use that ability so now this is a safe play and no one else wants these cards justin i think you are the only person in the world that does that i'm saying that you know but it, it has that level of depth you don't need to go to that level. Um, I mean, I I got a 16 points, so... Because all you want to do is draft Thunder. You're right. Man, Thunder's powerful. I just... I don't actually think about what you guys have in your hands. That's all I can tell you. And somehow I've won the game. Oh, exactly. Twice. But that, that's what I mean. So I think maybe you shouldn't be <laughs> counting cards. Uh, no, no, but uh, all I'm saying is like it has that sort of depth and complexity and, you know, deep thought if you want to, but by no means is that required. Obviously, since I I got absolutely destroyed. No, I I definitely agree. I think I think the like slight wonkiness aside, I think this is actually a pretty good entry in like the deck builder um franchise. I don't know. Universe? 
Hmm. Mechanic? Mechanics? Mechanic, I'd say, yeah. Mechanic is, I think. Well, I mean, like, this is, I think this is a, a good effort at a, at a, at a game that people who enjoy deck builders will want to check out, um, because it makes things, or maybe they won't because they like just sitting there and coming up with combos on their own and watching their friends hate them. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, this, this, this game makes you. We're not singling you guys out. I mean, we love all human beings. Matt. Um, uh, yeah, but, but like the interaction was definitely like a lot of fun. Like you always feel a little bit bad when somebody comes along and do you takes one of the friends yeah. that you, well, like, like bug, right? Like bug is one of the memorable ones because her ability is like her private ability is you just get points for whatever your fort level is. And that is pretty good, especially towards the end of the game where you can just like start racking up points, but you have to play her in um in exclusion to maybe building up your fort or doing you know 12 different other things um but mm-hmm. it sucks when she leaves your like little yard because you you never felt like it was good enough and, and you're like oh man like somebody else is gonna get a ton of points off of her and yeah and and just like trying to pick which thing which which guy you want to play and like trying to build up your deck so that you're not just like what I had in the last game which was just a deck full of all different suits and nobody was working together and nothing seemed to be going right, you know? Mm-hmm. Your friends just weren't meshing, okay? They all had different interests. You had too many different groups. Yeah. You had too many special interest groups. Oh my God. It's just like, just like real life. It's funny though. Like if you look at the, at the suits of the cards, you really can, I, at least for me, you really can kind of pick out who in your childhood fit into what group? Like you, I swear to God, you have the glue sniffers. I think <laughs> that they're crafts glue sniffers. People, they're into crafts. They're not sniffing glue. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Maybe eating it if they're hungry. They were my people twice, and let me tell you. <laughs> no, we like. There's the skateboard kids, and then there's I call them the bullies. They have the the water guns. Um, the rich kids, which I mean. The developers of the game were not shy about pointing out. Uh, who else is there? Oh, the, like the shovel guys, the builders. Yeah, that one I'm less understanding of. Oh, they just wanted to build things. Yeah. Okay. I just they're they're funny. Like it's it and the well, yeah you they all feel have a lot bad. of character. Yeah, but you feel bad. You're like playing through the game, and there's some kid probably named Chunk or something that's a little <laughs> on the chubby side. <laughs> And you shouldn't laugh at things like that, oh, man. but it's funny. Thunder, Thunder is the best one. He's, he's like a oh, yeah. Thunder. Yes. Oh my god. He's eating cheesy puffs. Yeah, he's got his big old <laughs> oh, thing of cheese. God, puffs. he just has like this monstrous tub of cheesy puffs that he's. You can tell that he's chowing down on them as he's riding his tricycle down the road. <laughs> That's great. That is what makes this game absolutely fantastic. Is just this <laughs> this absolutely absurd idea of. Like throwing all of your friends into these little pockets of groups, and you're just like, "Yeah, I know that kid." <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, I, I wasn't comparing it to real people. It just reminded me a lot of uh, the cartoon Recess, uh, where it's kind of overtop zaniness um, that you know kids are getting into, like building this big fort and trying to like organize everybody. But uh, you know, teach their own. <laughs> Debbie's got some real trauma that she needs to work through. Sounds like. <laughs> Baby, what's it to you, Thomas? 
<laughs> right? Yeah, I, I want I, I will say that uh, this game uh, might not be the best if you're playing it with someone that has, uh, you know, real thin skin or takes things very personally. Uh, because when you start stealing all their guys, uh, you know, they might not have a good time. It's a little salty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could. They should have been playing with their friends. Oh, right. And don't and don't go around trashing your best friends. No, no. You can't. Well, you can trash your. You can't really you, trash. They're kind you, of you like can. protected. You can trash them. You can get rid of them, but you can't just like they yeah. don't end up in your yard because they're your best friends. But if you right decide that you want to bin them for one point, like they never come back. Right. So yeah, but you don't ever have to actually play with your best friend for them to stay with you. That's right. Which That's I true. find. Very funny. I'm not going to play with you. I only need you when you're, you know, when you give me that advantage in life. <laughs> I mean, hmm. Damn. I'm serious. Look at it. Think about it. You don't ever have to play with your best friend if you don't want to. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm back. This, this is getting very philosophical. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else they want to bring up? God. No, the, I mean, the art on it is kind of cute. Oh, yeah, it's, the art's uh, really cute. Leader Games always does a good job. It's definitely kind of a, I don't know, I don't even know how you would what you would call it. It looks like little kid's art, in all honesty. Yeah, it's kind of like chunky characters, almost. Character, caricatures? Caricature? Laval. Thank you, man. Caricature. <laughs> Caricature. We're, we're having trouble over here. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my mouth is not working today. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fun game. It's definitely something that, like, like you guys said, it takes a little bit of weird Learning. figuring out. And I, it's so odd saying that because you're talking about a game that's looks looks like it's made for kids. Yeah, you like know, it's it's a not. It's just it's very strange that it's such a yeah. It's just it's like Thomas said. It's complicated in ways that you just it probably shouldn't be complicated. It's uh, it's definitely a game that'll give you a few chuckles. Oh yeah, it's it's a funny game. I like it. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, I guess we'll just, just go to reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, my reviews scale is on a keep or not keep sort of situation. Um, I picked this one up, like I said, from a store, sort of uh, just because it was one of the newer, or I think it was the newest release from these guys. And I've, you know, really liked a lot of their other stuff and saw this and thought it was a deck builder. And I was like, oh, sounds like it might be a good time. Um, you know, it's uh, reasonably cheap. It's a small little box. It doesn't take a doesn't take a super large amount of time, and it u- reuses a lot of mechanics from other games. So it's not it's not terrible to get into, especially if you're um, you know a seasoned board gaming player. The art's really fun. Um, you'll probably spend a lot of your time just looking at the art and trying to pick out which one you like the best, and chuckling about the little characters. There's a lot of fun stuff in this game, um, in this little box, and yeah, I mean, I like it. It's got a lot of depth to it it's got some like really wonky stuff in terms of the rules but i think if you can sort of push past that i think there's a a fun game in here and it's you know i think it's worth bringing around with you to maybe like your next i don't know hopefully i'll be able to bring it to somebody's house at some point um but yeah i th- i'll definitely be i'll definitely be keeping it around because i think it i think it provides uh something in that sort of deck building genre that i haven't encountered before in terms of the like decisions that you're trying to make and like having that interaction with people that you don't normally get in like a game of dominion and so uh so i think it's an interesting one and i think i'll be bringing it around to some friends houses to see if uh see how it holds up but yeah good game um i like it it's fun uh justin hey 
Um, yeah, this game I don't have, although I am a big fan of pretty much all the leader games. Uh, and I, don't, I like this because I like the concept of most deck builders. I enjoy building that little machine, that little engine. I just don't find them very social or, and I, I know people will comment about this, but fun games. Like there's nothing fun about watching someone else do a turn while you're waiting for your turn and there's nothing you can do. Whereas this one still has all that engine building, but it constantly keeps you engaged and it's, you know, kind of embraces that little bit of humor and uh, a little bit of like sort of maybe schoolyard uh, rivalries of, you know, trying to get, you know, that 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 guy's friend uh, over to your side to help you with your your big ass for it and yeah it's just it's fun it's quick and it's funny and and i I really quite enjoyed it so it's uh probably something that i'll look at buying and uh, the fact that it comes in a nice small box is also super nice because it doesn't waste any space and you don't need to worry about buying you know five expansions to increase your replayability i find it has a a good amount just in the base box so uh yeah uh, i'd recommend it if you enjoy deck builders but are looking for a little more um, play interaction between everyone at the table. Um, Yeah, great game. How about you, Debbie? Uh, So I am on a five-point scale. Um, Basically, one is just, you know, stay as far away as possible. And five is, like, do everything you can to get it in your collection. Um, This one sits as a four for me. I think that this is definitely something that everybody should try. If for no other reason other than to literally laugh at yourself and your childhood, which apparently I'm the only one that has like issues that I need to go and oh, don't worry. deal with. We all have issues. <laughs> I feel very alone in this area. Um, but no, it's 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 a lot of fun and it I find it amusing. And I agree, like I, I quite enjoy the deck building style games. Um we've We've had a few of them, and I'm sure we've all heard me squawking about Adam getting rid of some of my deck building games. So it's it, it fits a nice little niche for me as well. I quite enjoy it. Um, I'll have to try this one. Adam did play this game with us once. Uh, he was having a, a rough day, so he didn't really get too far into it. And so I'm kind of curious to see what it's like when he can really give it a, a, a fair shot. I, I'm curious to know how he... Uh, how he feels about it and what he thinks. Um, so I'm I'm definitely going to bring that forward and see if I can get him to play it again. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I think it's something that everybody should try. I think that it I you can chuckle about it and you don't have to really think too far and too wide uh, to think about, you know, toys and pizza and your backpack and that kind of stuff. The, the rules a little finicky. Once you get used to them, you're, uh, you're all right. It, it works pretty good. Um Got to have somebody around that, you know, can answer all your questions because I always have questions. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's me. So four out of five for sure. I uh, I quite enjoyed playing this game. I, I actually picked a good game. It's like, oh, hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> I picked one that people liked instead of just got bored with in an hour. No, I don't think you're that bad. Well, then, uh, didn't you didn't you pick the uh, the street building one? Nope. Oh. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, if you need to get a hold of any one of us at the, you know, um, thing, you can hit us up using old timey email uh, at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. You can also find us on this new thing you might have heard of called Twitter uh, at CGS Podcast. And if you want to find me for some reason, you can hit me up at Team Rage Tom. I'm not, you know, 
active or anything, but I'm there if you want to ask me a question or something, go for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Debbie. And you can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And like Tom said, uh, you guys can get us on Twitter at CGS podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear what you like, what you don't like. If there's something that you think that we should play, um, anything like that. We just, you know, we really like hearing from you guys. Uh, we want to know if there's something that we can do. I don't know, better, different, you Inconceivable. know, more amazing. Constructive advice is always appreciated for the most part. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> uh, we love hearing from you guys. So yeah, give us a shout um, at CGS podcast on Twitter. And Justin, what about you? Hi. Well, if you want to get a hold of me and tell me about your favorite schoolyard stories, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Um, yeah, uh, that's about uh, my entirety of my uh, social uh, presence. <laughs> it's like a ghost. That's right. Go, go. Uh, yeah, Adam's not here, uh, but for the win, if you want to find him. F-O-R- Everywhere. F-O-R-T-H-E-W-H-Y-N if you want to find the other guy who's not here today. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good week. Um, we'll be back at you next week with something fun. You know, it'll be good. Yay! Bye! Bye! Bye.